<laughs> All right, Taylor, I have a extra, a bonus ask Taylor that we always do with Slee. So uh, here's my question. So how many cats is too many cats and does it change over time? Certified cat guy. Certified cat guy. That's me. Okay. So growing up, I had a lot of outdoor cats because I grew up on a farm. So we'd have anywhere from six to seven of these wild animals running around at the same time. Were they feral? Like, were they just out there? And No, we, we'd have them, you know, we'd take them to the vet, get them fixed and okay. do all that stuff. So they were just, I don't know, they, they kind of kept to themselves. But if you're an indoor, um, if you're keeping your cats indoor, I think that's way too many. I think the the number is two to three. Three? That's that's getting up there. Does it change as you get three. older? Or that's a lot of cats. <laughs> a lot of cats. Three, yeah. yeah, like three. I might. Am I... You asked for the cap. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, the limit. Yeah, that seems like a lot of cats. <laughs> yeah, two to three. three cats using a sandbox. Okay, in your can, house I, can I ask a question? Can I ask the What's the difference between three and five? At that point, you just have five. Fair, right? Fair. <laughs> if you got three of them, five and fifty. <laughs> two is a buddy. Two is fine because two has a your one cat can have a buddy. If you got three and there's two more roaming around, you're probably only going to see three at a time because two are hiding. Taylor, take your headphones off. I don't want you to hear what I'm about to say. The correct amount of cats is zero. Don't own a cat. That's the correct amount of cats. I'm never going to get more than one. I don't think. <laughs> Emily, did, are you considering getting a cat? No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just curious because she, I've had. She this, lives with one. I've had that. Yeah, I've had this fight with friends before about how uh, you know two like th- over two cats means you're a cat lady. When you have two cats. You have just have two cats. Doesn't T Swift have? Three? She has three cats. She's a cat lady. Oh, Taylor, She's a yeah. certified cat lady. I'm, I'm shocked you don't have three cats right now. <laughs> I, there's no. Sh- okay, I, I'm shocked. I'm just I'm saying. I'm in the same boat ever as ever as the three people on this show that we're talking to right now because Taylor's not listening. Is uh, we're gonna have. I we don't like cats. Cat, we are not cat people. I have lived with a cat and it has been fine. We've been symbiotic. I don't pet her. Do you get affection from your cat? Like, does the cat like just chill with you and sit in your lap and you get to pet the cat? Like, oh, a, he's he's codependent. Yeah. Okay. Because he, he doesn't have any friends. Dogs you get affection <laughs> kind of from. Yeah. There's unconditional love from a dog. A dog sees you and it's so excited to see you and he he jumps up and down. And yeah. You can tell that dog's thrilled to see you. Cat's like, what's up? Yeah, that's like, kind of that's, dogs maybe, are a little that's too, okay. That's maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll swing through later if I feel like it. Cats are too smart. Dogs are a little dumb, and it's fun to have a, like a little bit of a dumb animal. You around. want something that loves you no matter what. Like if that cat. What if the cat's like, eh, I'm not really feeling you today. But to earn a cat's affection, you have to be you have to be special to earn a dog's affection. Have you, you just have, have you to be breathing? Have you, you have ever to be there? <laughs> have you ever owned a cat? Had a cat? Anything? No. Okay. I have not, but one of the roommates that I lived with, his girl had a cat. Yeah. Okay? So the cat would just find its way at the house. Like she would, whatever, she'd take the cat. The time I kind of spent the cat, I'm like, this guy's pretty awesome, but I've never owned a cat. So and I don't awesome. think I ever will. <laughs> exactly. But I, that it's, awesome, but, huh? but it's not, it's, it's not the cat's fault. I just don't know enough it's about cats. It's not that cat's fault. It's cat's fault. They're aloof. They're like, I'm aloof enough for anybody. I, I The last thing we need is something in the house that's even aloofer than me. That's it. We I'm just, getting two cats. <laughs> go ahead. More for you, less for everybody else. All right. We're going to a cat cafe. Uh, go to get your Mandy's tickets right now, right? There's still a, a handful or so left. ESPNLA.com, June 10th. Uh, the 710 Mandy Awards Part 2 is coming up. And uh, go check, right? When you go to... ESPNLA.com to vote for Alan and myself and M and Taylor. And you are going through show of the year, bit of the year, host of the year, man of the people, all of these things. 
see if there's a few tickets left. Tier two, 25 bucks. Um, there, there literally is a handful or so of them left. So if you want to go, now is a great way to do it. Um, but you better do it sooner or later because they're not going to last to the end. All of right. The day. So there are singles left too. I think there's still some doubles, but. If you don't have anybody to go to as well, don't hesitate to go because you don't have anybody to go to. Go buy one of those single tickets. You're going to hang out with all these people that everybody's going to be on the same page. Everybody's on the same team in that room. Make a new friend, have a lover, who knows? Anything can happen (laughs) at the Mandy Awards. That's well said. Well done, Emily. Uh, John in Huntington Beach. Wait. Did I? <laughs> you did not. Did I hear that Trav is hosting a Game Seven Kings Warriors barbecue? Yes. Sounds good. We'll bring the All Stars. Thanks. Uh, you misheard that, John. I don't know what you heard, but there was nothing. I don't know. I think guys, put your address I, I heard it on Twitter. Too. Put your I, address on Twitter. Yeah, I think that we are all going to do a Game Seven viewing party at Travis's house, right, Taylor? No, no, Taylor's saying to himself, "It ain't going seven. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was going seven. That's he, my. Pre- he, I think it still, will. He yeah. still thinks that it is. Um, the Dodgers get a, a win last night. Clayton Kershaw picks up win number two hundred. Um, I I know you guys don't do this, but I was talking with Berg this morning. They said uh, right before the game started that Clayton Kershaw was obviously at 199 wins. He was attempting to become just the fourth active player Mm. to win 200 games uh, in the major leagues. And I instantly thought, okay, who are the other three? And I had two right off the top of my Scherzer head. Scherzer Verlander. Those are the two. The third one's the trickier one, right? So hmm. I ended up into baseball ref- or a baseball reference wormhole. I was there for like two hours looking at <laughs> baseball stats. Just ridiculous, right? And that, I now know that Tommy John pitched 26 seasons and had 288 wins. Tommy John has 88 more wins than Clayton Kershaw? Oh, my gosh. Like, what? How, how did that happen? So anyway, I did that for about an hour and a half. The fourth guy, just to, to close the loop, Zach Granke. Mm. Zach Granke. I was going to guess that. You, you really? should have let me guess it. Yeah, yeah I was going to guess Granke because I knew that he was he was in that kind of um, a vein for a while. Yeah, he was the other guy. So Kershaw is now among them. He's got his 200, and he was terrific last night. Game got off to a weird start where Jason Hayward made an error on the first play of the yeah, game. Get a triple. Error. Yep. Uh, he ends up on third base. Kershaw strikes out the side. You're like, yep. All right. Well, that's that's pretty cool. He's yep. obviously on, and he was. He was terrific. I thought it was interesting that in the seventh inning, when he mm-hmm. went out there and, and completed his night, he got the last out of the inning. Double fist pump. Two screamed. on, three to nothing, yep. tying run at, at home. And the, ah, like mm. super fired up mm. that he got it done. It's April 18th last night. Mm. Clayton Kershaw just picked up his 200th win. I know that that's an emotional moment. But Clayton Kershaw is not a guy that beats his own chest. Should be Dustin May, right? Young in his career, get you know, has one of those. And, and I, I was I wanted to get your thoughts on it because mm-hmm. to me, it it a I think he's getting and they were talking about this afterwards. He's getting a little more comfortable in understanding his place, not just on this team, but in Dodger history. Okay. He's one of the greatest Dodgers of all time, and to say that used to make him comfortable uncomfortable for a long time. I think he's a little more comfortable, and it means more to him than might it might have used to. But I think even more than that. It was a reflection on that this team is maybe feeling it a little bit and not panicking because they got a bunch of veteran guys, but this has not gone the way that I think a lot of people thought it was going to go through the early part, and that Clayton Kershaw, of all people, was that emotionally invested in a midweek game against the New York Mets game, was it 18 of the season, mm. was striking. I thought that it, the thought it was meaningful. So I, I think there is something to that. I think the way the Dodgers, have, how they've started the season, how they've already kind of had some bad luck with some injuries, how they 
should have got swept by the Chicago Cubs. Didn't, but they lost two games in a row. The one game they won comes on a walk-off. Uh, Peralta hits a base hit, two-run score. But I think there's this, okay, I'm giving the ball at a time where New York Mets is a good team. Can I help kind of stop the bleeding? All right, you get through, a, uh, get a few innings in, and 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 you're pitching well. You're doing a great job. You finally have some real trouble in the seventh inning, and I thought the way he got out of it. And I think some of the emotion that shows. I think the fact that they have struggled to start off the season. I think the fact that the ball was in his hands with a chance to win his 200th game. I think there's a couple things that that fall into play here, but I think because of what their record is and how they've struggled, I think yesterday was meaningful because he had a big reason to do with kind of stop the bleeding a little bit. It was, a, it, I don't want to say it's not a big, can't be a big win when you're nine and nine, you know what I mean? But it felt oddly important for a game at this point in the season. Mm-hmm. The, it's a good team. It was against a good team and it is a personal achievement to win his 200th game, which by the way, wasn't a sure thing with the bullpen being the way that it was. Three, well, it's not like they were ahead nine to nothing. Three to yeah. nothing, there were still some question marks there, but that he's, emotional the way is i think is a reflection of the team at large like hey we're gonna have to fight for some of these this Mm. is not we're not the dodgers for the last three or four years have had that run where wait did the dodgers really just go 35 and 10 (laughs) in their lad and they've done it year after year after year where you look up and what was a really close thing it's like they got a nine game lead how did that happen it happened in three weeks yep how did that happen i don't think that's coming from this team this year at least not as currently constructed they are far more grinded out inning to inning yeah. team than they have been in a long time and i think that had a lot to do with when it. you have when you have a a good meal every night you forget what a good meal is right when you have a good meal every single night you just yeah yeah that's i just have a good meal every single night when you start having very average meals when you taste a good meal you kind of savor it for a second yes maybe there's a little moment of kershaw yesterday just savoring a moment good. of yeah that that felt good <laughs> that's good wine yeah i've been drinking plastic bottle vodka for a couple of weeks pop off it's a screaming eagle right there that's a that's a and good deal it seemed to mean more to him too that it was a team win it wasn't a an individual necessarily win obviously he individually has to pitch that much to get a win but that a win they needed is an a amalgamation w. of the whole team yeah yeah and that that team has been so good for so long and it's helped along that way. Also, I want to play the sound of it real quick because the sound of him getting that uh, strikeout was pretty awesome. That's why tonight is really cool. Wrong thing. Clayton Kershaw with his ninth of the night and a roar to end his evening. It It was not like him. Mm-hmm. He, he that's not his deal right Max Scherzer who pitches for the Mets today against the Dodgers pumps his fist and screams and looks like his head's gonna blow off his, his personality shoulders. that's how he's wired yeah right there are guys like that closers a lot of times are that that emotion that explodes Kershaw's pretty chill mm-hmm. and he wasn't chill last night which I loved I thought I thought it was great to see and I think it's a reflection also the Dodgers are not playing Mookie Betts at shortstop tonight. Can we just put that away forever? Get into that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, 
Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I think that's what I'm going to start to do. I'm going to take a little page out of Clayton Kershaw's book, and then after I say something that I particularly like, I'm just going to, yeah, double double fist, scream into the mic. F, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'll go there. I'd like to come back to work the next day. It's, maybe I'm on my last day. Whenever, whenever. Sometimes you don't know when it's your last day in this gig. So maybe, maybe if, if you I ever get, get told, heads up. yeah, I was gonna say. But even if they're like in the process of telling you during a break, just turn your mic on and just say it. <laughs> That'd be t- in the in the break. Or you have to like run in from Amanda's office just to get to a mic. <laughs> All right, so we got the Dodger game on. They they start in about a little less than an hour playing also, the Mets. By the way, how many people do you think will be at this game? It's like noon on a Wednesday. In, I love these games. in Dodger Stadium. So uh, it's a good question. Last night they had a big crowd. It's Vin Scully night. It's the Mets. It's Kershaw. Yeah. It's there. There's a lot of things night working game. in their favor last night. They had like forty three thousand people yeah. last. Night. It's April, mm-hmm. and it was Tuesday night, and you had four. That's the Dodgers. Put people in that ballpark. That's a Saturday night for most ballparks across the country. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and they did it right. It's a giveaway and all these things. Yep. I'll bet there are 30,000 people at that game. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that maybe that's a little high. It but is spring break for some people. It so. is. These are, these are some of my, like if there's a day to take off, these are fun days sure. to take off. Get out to the ballpark, you know, first pitch at noon or whenever it is. That's a great day. It's funny you say that. I, I was thinking, like, because it's literally up the street yeah. from us, I'm like, maybe I'll shoot over there and watch them. Like, the, because of the pitch clock now, that game will be in the sixth, seventh inning by the time we're done. And then you May, thought about it, driving it, it, halfway across California to get home. <laughs> well, there's that too. But usually, if you went an hour late, yeah, game's in the third inning. You're an hour late now. That game's in the sixth inning. It's a it's a totally different deal. Um, the Dodgers are not playing Mookie Betts at shortstop today. Let me say it again just for clarity. They are not playing Mookie Betts at shortstop today, despite the fact that Dave Roberts was saying yesterday that there was a chance that they may do that. Mookie's on paternity leave. Yeah, um, He's he's not in the lineup today. Luke Williams, who they just called up from um, Oklahoma City, is going to play it short. Luke Williams, Dana Hills High School, go Dolphins. Okay, all um, right. Yeah, so Luke's going to play shortstop today. Uh, can we just – not do the let's just move Mookie around all over the field thing. I understand that he wants to play infield. I understand that he probably can play infield, that he's pretty good at second base. Mookie Betts is one of the best outfielders in baseball. Can we just not take our best player and play him out of position because he wants to? I get it. Rojas is dinged up and bad. Chris Taylor is dinged up and bad. This is why you have minor leagues. It doesn't mean if if Freddie Freeman one day woke up and said, you know what would be cool? I'd love to try some center field. Are we just throwing guys around now? 
do not take your best player and play him out of position like this. And Mookie at short, well, he played in the minor leagues. It's been a long time since Mookie mm -hmm. Betts has played shortstop at this level. Put him in right field. If you must mess around and put him at second base, do it as sparingly as possible. He's not your utility infielder. Stop. I'm going to answer your question. No, it's not going to stop. Because <laughs> read the quotes. They're not going to stop. I mean, it's... Dave Roberts says that he's clamoring for quite he's been clamoring for quite some time to play in that position. So I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. This isn't one of those where Dave Roberts has said, guys, I, I I love that, you know, he's willing to do whatever it takes. I love that and we we believe he can play there if we need him to. But this doesn't this almost only sounds like it's a matter of time until he gets that opportunity to play short. The, it's such a bad idea. I just I want everybody to close their eyes, and I understand this is unlikely. I understand this probably wouldn't happen, but just play along. There's a play at second base. Mookie's covering the bag. Yep. Here comes a steal. Here comes a double play. Here comes uh, a play from the outfield, and Mookie gets steamrolled by Pete Alonso. That's cool, right? He's given up 100 pounds to Pete Alonso, and he gets knocked into the left field. Well, he wanted to. You like that? He goes deep into the hole, fields a ground ball, has to set his feet and throw it all the way across the diamond. A throw he has not made in that competition in who knows how long. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that, my elbow, that felt <clears throat> weird. We really want to do that because he wants to? It's a terrible idea. Luke Williams, go Dolphins, go Dana Hills High School, is why he's on this team. So if you need somebody to play short for a few days, is he your long-term solution? No. Can he play it for a week? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's why he's on the team. Why are we okay? If can this I, even gets floated, just makes my brain let me, scramble. Let, let me ask you this question because we, we've said this before when he was talking about wanting to play second, right? Wanted, wanted opportunities in the infield to play second. If we're talking about how Kershaw felt so good yesterday because it was a team win, that for Kershaw, hey, it's great, I got my 200th victory of my career, but more importantly, we got to win. We need to win. Is this a just a selfish move by Mookie Betts that I want to play the infield, even though I'm arguably the best right fielder in baseball. Um, is it, as we sit here and kind of talk about, this is, it's obviously a team sport, mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to go at Mookie. It's just, the, the here's the reality. Fair question. This, this top... This is not a topic of conversation unless Mookie is telling Dave Roberts, I want to play this position. Is it a selfish move on Mookie that I want to yes. do this even though it's in the best yes. interest of the team that I'm playing right? Yes. There's no other explanation because this isn't – hey, listen, it's the. And this doesn't happen very often anymore, but it's the 14th inning of a game. We've burned through our whole bench. We have sure. nobody left. Yep, yep. And, hey, who's – Mookie, can you play shortstop for a few innings? Sure. Sure. This is because the team needs me to. Right, we, we we don't have anybody else that can do it. You could, I'd put Max Muncy at short before I put Mookie Betts there. I put Miguel Vargas at short before I put Max Muncy or Mookie Betts there. I don't understand where you're putting a guy where stuff, a lot of stuff happens around second base right there. A lot of stuff happens in that part of the field. He's your best player. Don't. I, I do not understand the upside other than he wants to. It's a terrible reason to do it. You're paying him a lot of money to play right field. Put him well, in right field. It, 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 and it is it, it puts Dave in a in a tough spot because you just said he's your best player and you're trying to accommodate your best player. Anybody else asking that who's not Mookie Betts, it's my man, we don't have time for this conversation. First pitch is at noon. Okay. I don't have time for this. For Mookie, it's actually consideration. 
did you get to watch? I know there's basketball on last night too. Did you get to watch any of it last night? Did you get, most of it? Did you see any of Miguel Rojas's at bats? Did you see those? Yeah. Does he think he's Aaron Judge? I don't know what he thinks. <laughs> because he, is. he swings the bat like he thinks he's Aaron Judge. Does he think he's JD Martinez? <laughs> like what, what? What are we doing, dude? You're batting a hundred. Yeah. Can we shorten up a little? Can we try to maybe put something in play? I don't want to go back to the days of where Bill Russell was trying to, you know, just hit little choppers through the – I don't want that. I want to hit the ball hard. But if you're going to swing like that, your last name better be Otani. Yeah, that's not good. Okay, you you can't you, – Well, you were saying this even about Chris Taylor, just kind of going through this year. He's swinging as if same guy. Berg, what did you – so Chris Taylor has four home runs. Mm-hmm. He's got four home runs. you know how many hits he has? Five. Five. That honestly, that's, that's the most deceiving four home runs I've ever seen. Mookie gets to swing as hard as he wants. Mm-hmm. Freddie gets to swing as hard as he wants. Muncie, Martinez, Trace Thompson can swing as hard as he wants. Guys that can pop one. James Altman, swing as hard as you want. Miguel Ross, let's see if we can put one in play. Let's see if we can put a little pressure on the defense. Let's see if we can leg something out. Let's see if something can happen that's not. Austin Barnes doesn't get to swing as hard as he wants. And I don't think he does. I think that he's he's struggling, but he's not up there thinking, hey, watch, you want to see my Aaron Judge impression? Watch this. Yeah, that's not happening. What happen. the hell is he doing? That's not happening. Yeah, it's not good baseball. The Dodgers scored three runs last night. Mm-hmm. They hit two home runs. All three of their runs came in uh, based on that home or run. Or five. Five. Yeah, five. The, the, yep. the, 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 when, the game, when it was still close, right? The game before that, Freddie Freeman hits a pair. Max Muncy hits a home run. They're only scoring runs when somebody runs into something. You know what would help a lot? There was somebody on base ahead of those guys. Yeah. Like, I don't know, a guy that's hitting 100. Drives me nuts. Okay. You want to, this will make Dodger fans feel a little bit better, too. You know how many runs the Padres have scored in the last three games? I don't. One. Got shut out. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Tatis is coming back tomorrow. Yeah, he's coming back tomorrow. They scored, they went zero, zero, and scored in the ninth one run yesterday. That's not very good. It does make me feel a little bit better. But when you're looking at their lineup... Go look at their lineup. They can't score a run. They're going to be fine. You told me that, look, Machado's ice cold and Soto's cold. They are. Bogart's cold. All of them. They're going to be fine. Bogart's isn't. They're they're, going to be fine. If Miguel Rojas and Chris Taylor are ice cold, I just assume it's going to last forever. (laughs) (laughs) Right? If you said Manny Machado hasn't gotten a hit in 30 at-bats, he's fine. Miguel Rojas hasn't gotten a hit in 30 at-bats, cut him. Get, get him out of here. Ross, hold my beard. It's getting warm. <laughs> it just uh, drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee. Shorten up that swing, Rojas. 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hey, guys. So, Greg, let me ask Hi. you this question. Yes. Is, two, is three cats too many cats? One cat is too many cats. Thank All right. Thank you. Sorry, Taylor. Okay, let me ask you this question. <laughs> yeah. If you're up to three, does it matter if you get five? No, at that point, you're already you're just a okay. cat person. We're, at we're that point. on the same page. <laughs> <I think> on <laughs> this. If you're three, if you have three or it's eleven, hundred, it doesn't matter. You're a cat person. Four are hiding the whole time. How many do you have, Taylor? I have one. Okay, that's she fine. asked what the max would be, and I said three. So I feel like I'm on the same page as you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, one, the one, one, the, the one, one is the problem. Is too, yeah. <laughs> one is too many. He's harmless. But yeah, you like. And let me guess. Your whole thing is well, he's more like a dog. Then get a dog. <laughs> No, he's nothing like a dog. <laughs> keep your cat, bro. Just keep your cat. You're fine. All right, guys. So Chris Evans was 2022's Sexiest Man Alive. He was on Jimmy Fallon, and he talked a little bit about uh, he's in a fantasy uh, football group with uh, Paul Rudd, who was the year before Sexiest Man Alive. They were giving him some crap or whatever, you know, Chris digging Evans him a little bit. Chris Evans is Captain America, right? Yep. Yep, Captain okay. America. Yeah. And he's been in a lot of other things, too. So this is what he said when he, when he talked about being uh, the people's Sexiest Man Alive. So you were named the Sexiest Man Alive. That's right. That's right. That's wow. right. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. right. That's and you, right. It almost feels like that's that's all that title does is give you a hard time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like did nobody get, on the streets like, hey, you know what? You did it. <laughs> all right. So we all know we love Jimmy Fallon. He's our favorite person in the entire world. But uh, it would be a burden to be people's sexiest man alive. Travis, Patrick Cap. Uh, Cap. Yeah, I think that Chris <laughs> Evans is probably. Probably maybe leaning into this one a little bit. Yeah, that I'm a little sore that you made me listen to Jimmy Fallon even for half a second, but that's another topic for another day. Um, no, look, this is what guys like Chris Evans do. Chris Evans is talented. He's unbelievably handsome. He's rich. He's famous. He's all these things. He. It's one of these things you throw guys. But oh, guys, it's really not what you think it is. It is really. It's actually a little bit of a burden. What? Telling women to go away with a boat oar because they're attacking you all the time? Like, what, what, what exactly is the burden that you're dealing with, Evans? Berg? Yeah, it's Cap. This is ridiculous. Like, there's never been a point in my life when anybody ever said, you're you're sexy. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Get out of here. Get out of my face. It feels great. What are we talking about here? Absolutely. Let me be sexiest man alive. I had a sexy voice the other day. <laughs> Maybe to some. Sexy. Not to everybody. <laughs> Most people didn't think it was very sexy. Al? So it's clearly fact, and here's why it's fact. Nobody's going to sympathize with this guy. Do you see your guy's answers right out the gate? What if the guy has a bad day? What if the guy internally is struggling with some issues, and everybody's going to say, yeah, you want sexiest man of the year. Get out of my face. Even people with a lot of money have issues. Even the sexiest man of the year has issues as well. I'm going to sympathize with him. (laughs) Apparently, you have to be an Avenger, too, to be sexiest man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it helps. All right, uh, Taylor? Yeah, I'm kind of with Slee on this. I think it's I think it's fact. Um, 
I know, yeah, we talk about like athletes and having having all this money, and you know they shouldn't be complaining about mental health issues or something. It doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're not immune. Is being called the whoa, sexiest whoa, whoa. man alive the same thing as having a mental health crisis? Well, you said you said no 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 no. But you said people with money, people with this that it kind of all comes together. You're the sexiest but man. He didn't say or, he's depressed or right. that he's had something sort of. I episode. can hear it in his voice. <laughs> mental health is a and big even deal. if he right. and even if he had sexiest something alive, even if he had something people would say no you're fine so man you're tired. the sexiest man of the year what are you right, t- but he's always gonna be like you have mental health issues no 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 you're sexiest man of the year you're fine no that's not gonna happen that's what you were basically no, just saying know. evans is being bullied it sounds like it. so so tired from what being up all night because you're so sexy you're so sexy. yeah yeah well what a burden <laughs> by the way chris evans i only see him as jake from not another team movie great he is, movie he is not great movie captain america he is jake from not another but team you're movie. wearing glasses <laughs> such a great movie all right, so today is my favorite football player of all time's Fashion birthday, too. Troy Polamalu. Troy oh, yeah. Polamalu, hey. my favorite player growing up. I had a fat head of him Fight growing on. up. Yeah, no. he's amazing. Love the head and shoulders commercials. <laughs> so good. All right, so speaking of which, you would rather have hair like Polamalu than a great mustache like Nick Offerman. Berg, factor cap. Ooh, that's a good one. I would prefer to have a mustache like Taylor Smith. <laughs> Damn you. I was Go ahead. So, Dream on, Berg. I look, you guys have been talking about it. I like the mustache. I think it's a good-looking mustache. Coming in, I, I yeah. agree with you. It's coming in, it looks I good. I don't disagree with that. No, I was, it was getting. You should grow one like that then, if you like it. So can you much. can you do it? Uh, Give him five hours. Can I do it? <laughs> <laughs> have you not heard this show? Give me two days. You could have one. I want to see it. You could have one by the dump. This guy wanted. <laughs> don't shave. Don't shave <laughs> your mustache. This, this guy wanted a series. He's doing it for a series. I could do it for literally forty-five minutes. <laughs> I want to see what it looks like on Monday. Don't shave your mustache until Monday. I'll let you know. Right. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right, so this is exactly why I want Troy Polamalu's hair is because I can grow a mustache. That's not a problem. What I can't do is grow hair like Troy Polamalu. So uh, Troy Polamalu all day. And I love how it eventually got him, even after his playing career, he's in these commercials on Sundays, forehead and shoulders. He's doing like the, the fact that his hair also got him a great passive income past his, his playing True. career. I'm taking Troy. Trev? You want what you don't have. And I can grow a mustache, and I can't grow my hair like that. So I'm with Al on this one. Taylor. Well, uh, yeah, like Briggs said, I already have the I have the great mustache going. So <laughs> give me those long curls. Just just so we're clear, when you show up with your mustache tomorrow, Slee, yeah, yeah. it can't be your mustache. It needs to be that mustache. Yes. You need to like shave off the top part of it so it's just barely above your lip and a little it, bit in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> a little blonde. Yeah, we, we, my blonde favorite. Dye. You gotta dye it a little blonde. Exactly. <laughs> my right. favorite is when people try to grow a beard. And there's just like, it doesn't grow here, and it doesn't grow there, and it doesn't grow here. And in my head, I'm like, just don't grow a beard. You look like you're halfway through a Wolfman it's transition. It's all patchy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. the full moon just came out, and we're like, halfway through right a werewolf. There. This is that's a full, full right there. By the way, someone on Twitter said it about your beard, that you waited until, you know, almost 50 or yeah. 50 to grow your beard. And yeah. actually, you need to keep that all the time. That's, I've had this it is, for like two years no, straight. No, no, no. You were, you, COVID, you were getting right? rid of it. I just, I'm, a, I'm impressed. COVID, right? yeah. I'm impressed with the fact that this late in life, you're like, I want a beard. Well, no, I like the here's beard. what happened. Susan, 
Susan complimented, and then Susan threatened. So Susan basically said, you will not shave your head, and then... So I grew the beard during COVID, really, for the first time. And Susan's like, that looks really good. And so that's really all the encouragement I needed. If she <laughs> likes it, I love it, right? And then I nicked it when I was shaving it the other day, and it was all messed up, so I'd take the whole thing off. you got to kind of start over, sure. right? She's like, yeah, you really should grow your beard back. So it's we're done. That's it. This is how it's it, done. Until she says I should take it off or I nick it again, <laughs> it's going to be on. It's, it's a good look, keep it that yeah. way and i need a sleeve mustache <laughs> all right so sleeve with, sleeve a, sleeve with a sleeve taylor mustache yes uh. like you you would look like uh you'd have the look like you'd have a big bushy full one you'd look like can you spin it would you be able to spin it i have no like idea i've dick not, dastardly i've not got that far Gary McCord. <laughs> i wouldn't hold it past me all right speaking of hair i booked a um hair appointment uh and Hair points for women are more expensive than men, obviously, so it's a little a little pricey. But I looked at the email that I got as a confirmation, and they said, we require 72 hours cancellation, or you're charged 50% of what your appointment would cost. And so here's my statement. 72, 72 hours of a requirement for cancellation is too long. All right, so you, it, should be, it should be 24, it should be 50, whatever like that. So Alan, Patrick Hap. Um, I'll go fact. And if you said, I, I, I kind of more, it, it seems like 24 hours seems to be kind of, if you go to a restaurant, something like that, some of them will require a, your credit card. You got to put a credit. It's 24 hours. Golf Most things are 24 hours. That seems to be the standard. Now, I don't know this business and maybe they tried 24 hours and it worked. Then they tried 48 here, there at 72. But 24 hours seems like, hey, something just popped up. I got something going on. 24 hours seems like the right amount of time. Yeah, and like 50% of a haircut would probably be like $80. It's not like a small thing. <laughs> All right, uh, Trev? I'm, I'm with Al on this one. Let me. I have a couple of, because I don't get my hair cut the way that ladies do. How often do you get your hair done? Like once a year, maybe once twice a, a year. Okay. So I haven't got my hair cut since last year. Is it, is it hard to get an appointment? No. Okay, okay, so here's the thing. Well, it depends it, on the artist or salon uh, person. If it's not yeah. hard to get the appointment, then 72 the hours is ridiculous. Yeah. Right? It's ridiculous. It should be a day. But if it's, like I know the the, the woman that Susan goes to, she has this booked out months in advance. Yeah, certain people are different mm. ways. And, and to get in there is, is difficult to do. So that situation, sure. But if you're doing it once a year and it's not hard to get an appointment, that's insane. Yeah, not a fan. All right, Berg? Yeah, it's fact because I actually I like the lead up too because I make my appointments for my hair probably about a week in advance and by the Go time I rub I, it in, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you used to have that problem. Yeah. We've, seen, we've seen the pictures. But you have so like you I mean like the ones the lead- where he looked like he was 60 and now he looks like he's 30. <laughs> right. It's, it's so funny totally they that. I don't see that at <laughs> oh all. Oh my gosh. It's true. Does he not look older with hair? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You're much better with how you are. You take 30 years off like shaving your is head. Is anybody like that? You but, are. <laughs> but I like the lead up. I like being able to have that that 24 hours because like something might pop up that I want to be able to 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 cancel. 72 hours is a lot. It's too much. It's too long. That's it needs to be it need twenty four hours is the right amount. Spirit Airlines probably has like three weeks cancellation. <laughs> how's that go, how's that going by the way? Or they charge you triple. Yeah, you're still wasting your time. <laughs> I sent the email. Oh yeah, good. And now you're done. CEO. So you're gonna lose. I'm not done. Okay. <laughs> He's not calling, so he's done. Yeah, fact. It's too long, but it's it's genius on the part of the, the hairstylist because I mean they get they get they get the fifty percent and then they're gonna get you again. And they're gonna get somebody else. Yeah. Or they don't have to work and they get fifty percent of it too so um so 
today is the anniversary of when The Last Dance premiered. So it was three years ago today that the, last, the wow. first episode of The Last Dance came out. So uh, I was thinking about all the different stories that came out around The Last Dance and how cool it was, especially for me, who I didn't really know much about the story of this of this um, of the Bulls. So. The 48-hour Las Vegas trip from Dennis Rodman is the best story to come out of The Last Dance. Travis, Fetter Cap. Cap. And maybe I'm the wrong person to ask because I did remember this. I was working when all of this stuff was going down, or at least a good chunk of it was going down, so I covered it. Um, I I still think that the best stories about Michael Jordan are the ones, or or the, the Jordan Bulls, were the ones involved where he was fighting his teammates, right? I, I thought the one where he fought Steve Kerr. And I remember, funny, oddly enough, I mentioned Tolbert the other day. He told us that story shortly after it had happened that Kerr got into this fight with Jordan. It was fascinating at the time. It's fascinating now that Michael was not just tough as in you wouldn't get the ball again, but if you weren't practicing hard, he would literally fight you. That's pretty remarkable. That Dennis Rodman was a lunatic was expected. So it's Cap, uh, because again, I knew that story also, which is, it's a fantastic story. Really, really cool story. I thought the most interesting thing, though, was that he made things up just to give himself motivation. And I took that personally and all that kind of stuff. Like he made it up in his mind to be able to do the things that he did. So I thought that was the. Exactly. Uh, Fact for me Um, I didn't know all the details of the Dennis Rodman story. And I didn't need to know the details. The part I just found so fascinating was Phil Jackson trying to sell Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen why we need to let Dennis go to Las Vegas. Like the concept of let him go do what he's going to do there. It's actually good for the team. (laughs) Like the basketball gods that we Mm -hmm. were talking about with Shaq and and Phil Jackson. The strategy of this is part of our game plan. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. How we're going to play defense. We're going to do this. Rodman's going to Vegas for two days, and then he's going to come back. I, I still find it fascinating. I love that story. Taylor? Uh, I'll go Cap. I, I don't know. I liked all the just, I guess, humanizing MJ and then almost seeing that he's not human at the same time, just the way he reacts to certain things and how petty he is. Him laughing at um, Isaiah Thomas, too. That was pretty good. That was good. That was good. That was good. That no one one carries a grudge like that guy. That's why he is who he is, and that's also got to be a really hard way to live, to never, ever let something go. That's heavy. That is a heavy, heavy thing. Lakers game two tonight in Memphis against the Grizz. What could go wrong? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved the playmaking splash shifted the tempo another great cocktail from the hypnotic team every season is hypnotic and tequila season hypnotic liqueur bardstown kentucky 17 percent alcohol by volume hypnotic reminds you to think wisely drink wisely ask taylor was pretty good today really good i like the music ones so how, how much would I have to pay you to, to not eat, but just come and play at my barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> Got some friends I'd like to invite over in the next couple of weeks. Taylor, you get an hour off, man. What are you going to go eat? I will. I, as, you're, as you're making your tacos. Yeah, just give me give me like an hourly and we'll see what Entertain we can work me. out. Yeah, yeah. No. Unbelievable. Just, I don't know. Is it? Is it 100? Is it 50? Taylor's driving. It? driving we'll discuss to a drive it off air. We'll, we'll talk about this later, Trav. <laughs> okay. Because I mean, I, I like listening to you play. I've seen you a couple of times. I enjoy that a great deal. But I mean, I those know. shows are free. To come you should to. go yeah. play <laughs> for come the, free. Come to the South Bay. You should go play for free at his neighbor's, and play till two a.m. with like a mic, just trying to hype up the crowd. <laughs> there isn't even anybody there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> trying to think Live from the storage asleep. unit. <laughs> They're gone. Thank goodness. Now they, there's a whole other thing going on. I won't. I won't get into that too much right now. Uh, you said something yesterday. That with the Lakers being up one to nothing, mm-hmm. and with John Morant either not playing at all because of an injury or being injury hobbled with with that hand, if he does play, um, being far less effective than the best version of Jaw, you know, probably. That how do the, how do the Grizzlies find a way to win four games? And I think there is a way, but it, I don't think there are a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way that is the most likely scenario is a series of really close games that depend on the Lakers executing at the end of very close games, and they can't. Mm -hmm. Because while they've won some close games, it's not because of what they did particularly well. It's just because it kind of broke their way, right? You go back to that Philly game. You go back to the, uh, was it New Orleans early in the season? You go Had a couple against the Mavs. Right. You go back to Minnesota in the play-in. They're not very good at that. And not that they can't do it the next time it comes up, but to me, Memphis needs to make these games a a one or two possession game with a minute or two to go and have the Lakers go nuts the way they have in most of their close games this season as far as execution is concerned. So I'm going to give you the latest one. And I don't know if it's fair because Memphis can now prepare for this one. Game one, Lakers had a one-point lead with three minutes left to go in the game. And they went on a 15 nothing run. Mm-hmm. But it's not fair because Ja Morant also left with four minutes left to go. Yeah. So now you get actually a chance to prepare for, okay, he's not going to be in the game and this is what we have rather than its shock value of did Ja Morant just run out the court and go to the, you know, go to the go to the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't know how much I have a concern of that right now. And part of it has to do with who's on the other side, which is Memphis. You're right. If Memphis can make it close, you make it interesting. But you know who's not on the other side? Hypothetically, if they're playing the Clippers, I'm more concerned. If they're playing the Warriors, I'm more concerned. If they're playing KD and the Phoenix Suns, I'm more concerned. I think just because of what happened to Memphis that Utah's not very good, Minnesota's not very good, and they mm-hmm. struggled at the end of those games too. Okay, they and, they, and, and not because of anything people are doing to them, what they yeah. do to themselves. Yeah. That, this is not Memphis does something to them. It's that they like are screwing it up. Slips through their fingers mm-hmm. because they I don't know, foul a three point shooter with a second and a half to go. 
I don't know, throw the ball out of bounds on a set play coming in. Sure. Th- things like that. That's, that's not that's not something anybody did to them. That's not Damian Lillard pulling up from 35 feet and knocking that's down them, a bomb. That's themselves shoot, shooting themselves yeah, in the foot. Yeah, that, that's what I'm getting at. Not mm-hmm. the opponent. I'm talking about it's close and they go nuts and they foul the guy, throw the ball out of bounds, take a bad shot, don't run a play. Like th- These are all things that they've done at the end of games. Do you know the term of that in – Key, it's kind of choking away a loss. Is that what you're saying? Is that there's a concern in some shape, way, or form that you come to the end of the games? Maybe now it's a little bit tighter. Maybe it's why is this a one point game? Why is it a three point game? Why is it a one possession game? Why are we down by a bucket mm-hmm. when John ja Morant didn't play in this game? And it comes down to executing mm-hmm. your game plan, offensively or defensively, mm-hmm. with 30 seconds to go. Can you do that? Like offensively, I'll go back to the plan. Their offensive execution on the air quote last play of the game, great. LeBron gets the ball in the right wing. He attacks the bucket. He can shoot. He can pass. He can do. And he found. He gets to make the decision. He makes the right decision. And I'm 100% comfortable with LeBron James making that decision. He's LeBron James. He's going to make the right decision 99 times out of 100. I'm good. Schroeder made the shot. It all worked out. It's that other thing on the other end. It's the one before that. Like, can we put together two or three plays where? All right, maybe it goes in, maybe it doesn't, but at least they ran the right play. At least they made the right decision. That's what I'm talking about. No, it's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, the Dallas the Dallas is a perfect example, and Minnesota's a good example, because they've had breakdowns at the end of games where... Philly too, right? Philly, but it was... The only reason why I don't count some of... throws and then a foul on a three-point Here's shot. the only problem I have with some of this stuff earlier on. The roster's so different. You're not wrong that LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Darvin Ham are still there, but there's um, the roster's just been churned over, so it's not. I don't feel like it's apples to apples. But I could go after trade deadline and point out some of the stuff that you're talking about. So it certainly has been uh, been an issue at some times. Jaw doesn't play tonight, right? I, I know that we won't know until we know. But there, usually there's a hey, you know what? Don't be yeah. surprised if he comes out. I'm not saying he's going to play. Nothing should... has given an indication. Yeah, nothing has given an indication. If let me ask you this: if they win tonight. Does it go back to Memphis? Or are you talking about who wins? I'm tonight? talking about Lakers win tonight. Does it go back to Memphis? Yeah, I think probably. You still think they get a game? I, I, yeah, I do. The sweeps in the NBA are pretty rare. Mm-hmm. They, they they don't happen a lot. Be and disappointing. It, it, look, if they win in five, mm-hmm. that, that, I don't know how disappointing that is. Even if, look, if they win in six, I don't even know how disappointing that is. If they win in advance, what you don't want is a, a seven-game war sure. where there's an overtime game or two in there. But if they, if you said to me right now they're going to win in six games, I'd sign up for it on the spot. Okay, so if the, here's the only issue with the season getting – or the series getting prolonged. They've got so fortunate where they had four days off before they got to game one. Mm-hmm. Then they get um, – two full days off before they get to game two, two full days off before they get to game three. After Saturday, you're going Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yep. and now it's travel. Now yep. you're going Memphis, it's back, harder. this, that. Um, they've got very fortunate that the schedule has been this for them. They've also got very fortunate because Memphis is not whole by any stretch of the imagination. No. Doesn't Ja get, you assume, let's say Ja doesn't go tonight like you just mentioned. It's not that he broke something. It's pain tolerance right now right. in his hand. Maybe gets a couple extra days. Okay, he's feeling a little bit better. The the longer it goes, I think the more it benefits the Memphis Grizzlies. They, they're going to do every, everything that they have. Their Lakers are going to get tonight. That Memphis is going to throw their best punch. However, whatever metaphor you want to, to use for this, they're going to they're going to do everything they can to win tonight. Because if they don't, 
they're not going to win the series. If the Lakers go two up with both of those games in Memphis, the Lakers are going to, whether it's in four, five, six, or what, they're, they're it's going just to a matter of time. It's a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Memphis wins tonight, and you're in a fight. You're in a fight. I don't because, disagree. Because Ja will come back at some point. To your point, he didn't break his hand. It hurts. It. We've all had sprains and things. It hurts less on day two than it did on day one, less on day three than on day two, and they have access to the best doctors and medicines and everything. He's going to play. He's a bad man. He's a dangerous dude. Don't let this thing get any more competitive than it needs to be. I know that it's far more important for the Memphis Grizzlies tonight than it is for the Lakers. It's a big game for the because they can kind of put a lid on it tonight. Or now I get, it's like one of these things. I mean, I got to fight this guy. Like mm-hmm. before, I could have just, I could have gotten out of this without really having to fight. And now I have to fight him. Listen, and it's important for rest and for time of off. And if, Memphis, if Memphis goes back to LA and it's 1 1, they can sell themselves on, wait a minute. We're, ja, didn't, ja was out for the final four minutes. That's why we lost game one. They can sell th- themselves. You know, usually you try to go get a split at home or mm-hmm. you get a split on the road. This is Memphis now. We just want to split at home. Can we just prolong this series in any way? It would be, listen, this is on the Lakers. It'd be incredibly disappointing if they're not up 2-0. And it has more to do with, it's not just about the Lakers. It's just what's available for the Memphis Grizzlies. All right, so the Clippers alive, or did they blow their chance last night? They had another lead that was pretty good. Kawhi was great. Is that one over, too? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.